0: just say there is a mental process that produces a sense of self. Yeah that's what it does. It's 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 a factory that can never close because it can't actually complete its its uh, assignment. You can't be you can't be a self, yeah. It can only produce the feeling of being a self or a sense of being a self. So that factory is producing the sense of being a self. I'll call it selfing. Yeah. Selfing is the narrative. Yeah? going on in one's head that a you're conscious of, and that narrative before it even is in place, it's already in place because there's a feeling of you that's conscious of it. Yeah. So this is the selfing. So the selfing is doing this, doing that, and then so it's sort of like an organizing principle. It attempts to organize what's happening because this this experience here is of processing. Yeah, we're processing information information's coming in, information's coming in here, information's coming from outside. And we're attempting to process it, and so I say the organizing principle of all the processing is the feeling of being a you, yeah? That sits on top, and so it can make things that seem totally illogical make sense, when it has this little overview, yeah? So here we go. But let's say it's attempting to, like, uh, herd cats, basically, all day. Life is just happening... Stimulus is coming, and then there's a karmic imprint. If you want to call it karmic. Let's say the mind has an impression, yeah. And that impression is embodied by the body condition and the state of mind and you know body, yeah. So that impression is what's receiving the information, going through this, and then expressions occur, yeah. So this organizing principle of being a self <coughs> sitting there, so. Let's say, if, if anyone here has, had, has been taken over by alcoholism, it's very easy to see that in a sense it's like a possession. Yeah? Something takes you over and you basically are used for transportation. And I'm only saying you because we're saddled with a subjective language used by objects. So when this object is speaking, it sound, I, I call it you. I say you, which implies subjectivity. Yeah. But it's, let's just put it, we can't get around that bit. So this you, yeah. If it has alcoholism, it's taken over by it. It's like it feels like a possession, and it can be so extreme. It's obviously a possession, or it can be less extreme, where it's sort of sewn into the fabric of the story of being the self. It sort of still fits, yeah. It's not, yeah. yeah I'm a little crazy. I just, but know? Uh, yeah. But then sometimes it goes to such an extreme. It just fucking changes the whole fabric, you know, know? and it feels like a possession, especially if you haven't done it for a few days, and then the mind starts yapping and tries to convince you to, uh, uh, you know, comply, and then you pick up, and then you do it again, and then it's almost like a whole system that's pregnant just fires off, like unbelievable, it's like it gets a jolt of 800 watts of energy, and it just takes over and someone that you were in love with, you now hate, yes, someone that you felt very trustworthy with, you're in total paranoia around this and that. Yeah, it just changes your perceptions like dramatically. It can be that dramatic, it can happen in like a minute, five minutes. You can be totally seemingly okay. And then suddenly <laughs> you're thinking, like looking out for who's taking advantage of you, yeah? And uh <laughs> projecting like crazy and all like this, yeah? No, the whole idea, though, is no matter how far that goes, the system is pretty elastic-selfing. It will include incredible behavior, yeah, that has never really exhibited itself through this as still you doing it, yeah? And when you're not drinking or using or yet not acting out, it tends not to be so extreme, yeah? But it still has a big enough uh, tent that fits it in there, yeah, that's, that's me, or whatever. what I... Uh, so, in the sense, whatever shows up through us, the, the organizing principle claims it to be us, no matter how absurd it is. Yeah, you can see, like I was just watching this, uh, the uh, the possession of Emily Rose. It's about a young girl who gets taken over by the. Well, this is like the sewing Circle. It's. good. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're <laughs> That's why I'm talking about fabric. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's so, something, the, the, the possession of Emily Rose, where this lady, this young girl, gets taken over. Yeah, Extremely taken over by demons. Yeah, And so everyone's trying to put it into the factual level. Well, she's a psychotic epileptic and then if and no one will include this possibility that there are some juices or some mental winds that are flying around that have just found they can blow right through her yeah and everyone's trying to fit it into their logical scheme where it doesn't fit in yeah and no matter how absurd the demonstrations of the insanity stay still trying to fit it in that it must be you know whatever there must be a fact behind it all. But really, if you notice in your life, almost all day, you're just taken over by mental winds. right? It's not you taking over, but they just come in. You can be feeling great at 10 o'clock, and at 11 o'clock you feel fucking weird. You can be totally cool with someone and don't see them, and don't see them, and yet the next time you see them, you've been busily thinking a lot about the situation. Yeah, and it comes flying into the situation. They haven't You haven't, you haven't had any even contact with them. But you've been in contact with them in your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this whole idea is organized and, and set up by the self thing. Yeah. The self thing. What would be the difference if it wasn't you that was getting pissed off? If it wasn't you that was feeling the way you're feeling? Yeah? If it was just a feeling. Because what is prior to the claiming of the feeling as you having it is awareness. That's the only way the whole activity of selfing could arise, is that there must be light that it must arise into to be seen. The light is the established stage of this whole place. Without the light of awareness, nothing would be noted. There would be no experience here. There would be no sense of you or not you. There would have to be an awareness for that sense to be noted. that never changes. That context, that light never goes brighter or lower. It seems to go brighter and lower when it seems to move through us and then the mental process claims it to be me. So I become the one who's conscious, which usually sets up being unconscious quite a lot. Yeah? If it's me that's conscious instead of consciousness is all there is. It's a huge difference. Consciousness is all there is to me being conscious. If me is going to be conscious of consciousness all there is, it will be quite unconscious of that a lot of the time. Yeah? But if I am consciousness, if I am that light, instead of what's appearing in the light, it's a huge difference. Yeah? It may drop in and cause what's appearing to travel seemingly lighter. Because to give a verb a name and a form, to make it a noun, to make it something that's solid, and then all the times these weird things Strange behaviors manifest through it. It's very difficult to sew that into the fabric of the story of your life. Yeah. If I'm this and that, how could I be, How could I do that? If I'm so like this, how could I possibly do that? I've been sober for 15 years. How could I have drank again? Yeah? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Because why? Not because of this. Because of the organizing principle. There is no solid separate entity called Craig or Paul that has a set of characteristics and traits that are totally rooted in the solidity of Paul. Paul is not solid. Paul is like a a test tube of chemicals being inserted and being brought in from the outside and just shook up and there's the batch. Just like the feeling of Paul five days ago was different than the feeling of Paul is now. I can't even see what's the dominant influence in the experience of this body right now. But I make it an incredible drag if there's a Paul that's under the influence of this virus instead of the virus just running the show. Let it have its space, man. So, I don't know. This whole idea staying on this one point my whole life basically because there's no need to go anywhere else if, if selfing isn't seen then there'll be a, there'll be a feeling of being the seer of everything else and if, the, if it's the dilemma is that you're the seer of everything else then I would say it's best to look at the selfing that produces that feeling yeah because if the seer if the seer has already risen, that everything is, that seen is put in that dualistic dilemma of such an object. And the whole point is, how can dualism reach unity? It's too big, it can't fit in. Two can't fit into one, in a sense. Yeah. So like in the whole Buddhism, the whole point, that right view, where why go anywhere else until that gets clearer? Why try to produce a right view by right meditation? Right meditation will be right if the view's in place, yeah? If there isn't a you meditating, that could be a really beautiful meditation effect, yeah? But if there's a you there, it's probably never going to be enough. Have to go more and more, longer and longer retreats and shit like that. And of course, it doesn't work. So then they turbocharge it, you know. And then the less extreme meditation. So you'll bungee cord first, and then meditate on a, you know, a rock. Somehow we we'll try to amp it up, make it look better. You know, the more, the better. It's got to. It's going to have to work finally. Instead of just if there's a the view, the view which is of non-self in a sense, like anatta, like Buddha supposedly said, anatta means non-self that view of non-self, yeah, that's cre- that that clears up the, the false dualism, yes, and then all there is is that, and then see from there, and you'll be moved to go places or not moved to go places, and the point is, what you're attempting to find, you will already be, yeah, what you're attempting to improve doesn't need any improvement. is exactly that, it's whole. Oneness isn't attempting to achieve oneness. It's not here to complete a mission, leaving from one and getting to one. The only feeling of a mission and a journey is based on starting from two and attempting to get to one, but always wanting to be there when it happens, which is twoness. So we don't have any, we don't say, okay, after this talk, this is how the rest of the day should go. We give enough faith and confidence to the mind that it will lead you into a way that will facilitate that illumination to appear more, obviously. Yeah? Total confidence in mind. Most of us have a way of life. All we need is to have more illumination in it. And you are the bringer of the light. You're not going to fetch the light. You are the bringer of the light. Yeah? Just like a book that's a living book, what's giving it the life, the book or you? If you read a book that seems to produce new messages when you read it, is the book you know, constantly regurgitating itself and throwing new meanings out of the words? You're giving it the meaning it has. Your life that you're involved in now, it that book. That's why certain scriptures that were written thousands of years ago, you can go back to them, and there's new information constantly coming out of them. They're like an endless well, because they're just a projection of the endless well of mind. You know. But in selfing, the endless well has been dammed and an artificial well that has been made that has a big bucket and can be not there and can seemingly be there, and definitely can was there once. But basically, every time you put that bucket there, bring it up, there's nothing there. Except the one who put the bucket down and tried to get it up. So now it's that's not knowledge, knowledge that's being sought, it's the knower of knowledge. Yeah, It's not God that's being sought, it's the knower of God. It's not love that's being sought, it's the lover of love. The emphasis is on you, 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 you. And it's a sickness of mind. Watch it. Because the mind projects something and it wants to be right. No matter how absurd it is. You know how many times it was proven to me that my point of view was absurd absurd in relationships, but I would hold on to it like that fighting to the, the dead end, you know, like not letting go trying to be right. It was totally crazy. I mean, I, I even knew it was fucking ridiculous, but I wouldn't give up the ghost, you know? I could just get going. <laughs> so if you're not that you'll find out about things and know things instead of knowing them knowing them is like it's just like neutering everything in to know something from the sense of being the subject to objectify it even, to, even when being is objectified what's it doing for you all your knowledge about being and This and that. It's not doing a damn thing. Nothing radical is shifting. Because it's been objectified. Being is the living force. Yeah? But we take ourselves to be the one who's alive. And then we deaden everything else. By objectifying it. That way you can catalog objects. You can place them places. Yeah? You can move them from one thing to another. You can have commerce around them. You can sell them. All these things happen when something's objectified. Yeah, you can sell awakening, you can sell enlightenment, you can sell these things. You can have a four-year course that will lead to enlightenment in the sixth year. Yeah, so you have to buy two more years afterwards, and then it didn't work out the eight-year plan and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, to put it off another second is pointless, you know? and it's going to feel great every second. No, you're going to be incessantly on. And whatever experience is happening, there'll be a clear, a conscious awareness of that, and there may, there may be a conscious awareness of the mind being very unhappy that it has to be in position in this dualistic position to be the one that that's happening too. Yeah, it's sort of a drag to it. <laughs> it's much rather wish it wasn't like this. <laughs> but the awareness never goes off. Never. Never. Mind, what is appearing, is never going to get behind the awareness. Never. You are never going to be the one who's aware. <clears throat> no way. No way. Yeah? That one, soon as self, can never get out of self. It's the fence post that defines the content, yes? It's in the content. That once you believe you move the post and you and you climb over it, that's the next post, yeah? You're always in content. You're always what's appearing, not what's seeing. You're always what's appearing, not what's seeing. Yeah. <clears throat> saying that, that, let's say, the first original addiction is mine addicted to the idea of being a self. Yeah. And that addiction is just like every other addiction, never very fulfilling. Yeah, No matter how much coke I shot, I never got to a point where, oh, that's enough. I'm satisfied now. I've done enough coke, I never need to do coke again, thank you, cocaine. Now reach the level of Satori, coming to its full Satisfied, and that's that. Yeah. Desires never seem to be fulfilled. Yes, they just promote other desires. Why is that? I would say the 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 first, in the sense, or not original. These are just names. Desire is the mind's desire to be a self, and it can never be a self because it already is no thing. Yeah, it already is awareness it can't leave that nature and become a fixed object nature, to become an objective nature. It's impossible. Yet, the mind that keeps attempting to produce that effect, that's called selfing. So it's constantly selfing, which is a desire to become a self. Yeah. And it's selfing and selfing and selfing. And it can sure seem like you're a self, You can appear to be a self to you, you can see others as selves, but it's never going to become true. You're not going to be a self, because that would have to explode or dismiss what you already are, which can't be dismissed, because it's not made or destroyed. It wasn't born, nor does it die. It can't be fabricated, manipulated, altered in any way, because it doesn't play that game. So, the desire to become a self can't Fulfilled. It can't reach climax. It can't have a cigarette after your event and go, It's not, it can't rest. Yeah? It's always humping and pumping and thrusting constantly, always selfing, 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 and it never gets to a point of rest. It's agitation, seeking what? Fulfillment. As agitation. How can that happen? If it would if it ever meet fulfillment, even momentary fulfillment, what happens? It gets agitated around it. Why doesn't this last longer? When's it going to happen next, yes? It never can land and actually move in. It always leaves everything, Yeah, On and 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 on. It's not going to stop. It's not like you haven't reached the formula that works. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a failed system. It's not going to come to completion. So what happens... Knowing that, the mind starts looking for relief from that, doesn't it? It starts looking for relief. How much relief were you looking for when you were two and three years old, when you were playing? You weren't looking for much relief. You were running around doing your thing, yeah? Ba-ba-ba. But now, there's a huge need to get relief from what? That addiction to self. The idea of being a self. And all those desires are attempt to fill the hole, that, that that imaginary hole, the first desire is producing, which is this unfulfillment, I can't be. So, there, But you believe you are, and sometimes you believe you are something you don't want to be, and sometimes you believe you are something that you you, you want to be something else. Yeah? It goes on and on and on. It never finds any rest. So you believe, hey, I'm a loser, I don't want to be a loser. So the desire to be, become that. And there's a desire, oh, I'd like to be a rock star, so there's a desire to become this, yes? Just, not, just going off and off and off and off and off and off and off. It's not going to stop. It's just like a physical uh, activity, like pissing. You don't piss once in your life and that's it. You don't have a jump. You hold it in for 12 years and then, And now oh, I never have to piss again. I'm doing that. My last ship was 1993. You'll finish there. I got a few more to go. Blood pumping, heart you know, feeding, you know, digestion's a tough one, you know. But I'm getting to it. And, you know, that's people believe they're going to stop mind thinking. Yeah? But even if the mind stops thinking, you're still held usually as a thinker. Now, the thinker's not thinking anymore. That's a thought. <laughs> so you can't get out of it yet. Why is it that it's impossible to get out of? Because we're not in it, really. It's impossible to get out of something that's not real, isn't it? I'd say so. If I believe I'm in a situation that I'm not in, it's going to be impossible to get out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. And my mind's going to think of all these ways to get out of something that I'm not in. That's exactly what's happening. We're all trying to escape from an imaginary problem. Just like, we're all trying to get into what we can't be out of, the moment. And we're all trying to get out of what we can't be in, the idea of being a self. We're trying to get out of what we can't be in, we're trying to get into what we can't be out of. (laughs) (coughs) I mean, with that basic confusion in place, what do you think? Do you think you're going to have clear vision after that? Mm Do you think you're going to see anything clearly? no freaking chance. And now maybe it's like winning the lottery. One time maybe. You'll see something clear. (laughs) But usually, you know, the numbers never tumble the right way. Like a thing where the lemons show up. Ding! Hey, I won! I figured I saw it! Yes! That's just chance. So our whole organizing principle is really an unreliable system. And we're we're just trying to make do and work on all of its effects. It's like a terrible processor that produces tons of uh, pollution and debris and residue and like nuclear waste. What the hell are we going to do with it all? Every day, we usually acquire some (laughs) resentments towards people or things or ourselves. Anxieties about some other topic, yeah? Constantly. And what do we do? The mind. denies, disassociates, projects, blames, makes excuses, rationalizes. All of this tries to put philosophy on it to subdue the unbearability of being un- unsatisfied. Produces spiritual seeking where you'll buy the thing. It may take lifetimes to arrive and then you buy that idea. Fine. Can you imagine if there was a furniture company that you paid for the couch and they say it may take lifetimes for you to get it received? Oh, thank you. What are they doing with your 500 bucks in the next lifetimes? Hundreds of years investing it, spending it, and you're sitting there. I'm working, I'm cleaning that place every day where that couch is going to be. I'm going to pure, It's based on me. I've got to purify myself. I don't deserve that couch to appear. It's all on me. You don't see self saying this? You never look at a system as failed, you always look at you as the one that failed. (laughs) Self-centeredness is incredible. It produces its own, it just sustains its own bullshit constantly. When things have failed you in your life, usually you'll blame maybe another person, but deep down it's always you, isn't it? We very rarely look at the system as failed. Somehow it's put on us. It's like when I was young. I swear this is such a strong experience. I was young and playing with my father and having, you know, having that type of relationship that I didn't know of any other. You know? you know, this big guy hovering, taking care of me. And then he got ill, very ill, when I was six. And then he couldn't play with me anymore. And he couldn't do a lot of things he used to do with me. So my family, my mothers, told me, you know, what was happening. They brought the doctor in. that she told me. You know, your dad's getting really ill. He can't play as much with you, so you never took me to baseball tryouts after that, and that. Yeah. And I listened to all that, but in my gut, I believed I must have done something wrong to make my father not to want to play with me. Yeah, it didn't matter what everyone said. The self-centered system was supreme. It gave its opinion, and that opinion was like law. It had something to do with me. I fucking know it. Yeah. My whole life it's been that way. It's always, that's why it's called self centeredness. Yeah. I mean, the idea of knowing God, who lets you know how you're doing about your knowing God? You do. Your head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, if God was so powerful, I guess He could really impress upon you. His nature without your complying with it or not, don't you think? <laughs> Only in the world of self centeredness that God becomes an object to us, if you want to call it God, this idea. Yeah? We objectify it, and now we're the subject. The light's always on us. And the whole journey to God, the light is very rarely on God, it's always on us, the one who wants to know God. I believe this is a nice way to approach it. If you tell the truth about it, maybe your mind will entertain the possibility, hey, I'm not that. I am not that which it implies. I am not that which it refers to. I am not that which it constantly is assuming. I am not that. If I'm not that, maybe, and I believe it's so, the mind at one point, it will register, hey, I am not, I am not that. What does it do next? Hey, I can be free of this. And that's the one possibility that has not been able to entertain by being identified as a self. It cannot entertain being free of self if you are one. You can't entertain it. The best you can do is entertain being free as a self. You can't entertain being free from self because there's an identification at it in place. You're not aware. Of it. We're not conscious of that. The bonding of that. The bonding of subjectivity to an object. The mental process is quite aware that there's awareness, yeah? It's conscious of that, yeah? What it's done now is it's combined it, it's claimed it, and says, I'm aware, implying the body is what's doing it. Instead of seeing when seeing, and hearing when hearing, the story is, I'm seeing. I'm the seer, I'm the hearer, I'm the feeler, I'm the taster, I'm the toucher. It's a whole totally different interpretation of life than seeing the seeing. Hearing is hearing, feeling is feeling, tasting is tasting, touching is touching. No, I'm a seer, I'm the hearer. It's a totally incredible different interpretation and it geometrically progresses. Once that's in place, that you are the doer, you are the haver, you are the sender, yes? it just progresses, geometrically. And we're attempting to get relief from its effects instead of seeing what's the cause. We're trying to get relief as an effect of that system called self-centeredness, the feeling of being a a self is trying to get relief from the other effects it thinks it's the cause of, or or it's being attacked by. It's insanity. Self can't get out of self. Is going to really be upset with this talk, I'm telling you. (laughs) All hell's going to have to pay. (laughs) (laughs) See, in a sense, this energy or this possibility of what arises doesn't subdue everything at first, everything gets agitated. Because it's, it's nature's agitation, and you really get to the agitation. It, it stirs up the agitation. It stirs up the combustibility of it. What you have subdued and called you, and try to smooth out and make it seem like it's one little mold, yeah? It's just a constant chemical batch going off. When this energy arises, it stirs it all up. It's, you see the chemistry of it all. And there's no one to be found in it. There's no person to be found in. There's no single real organizing principle. There's no center. It's like the onion. There is no core. It's empty. There's no one, no person to be found. Sense of personhood receives. You'll know the problem by the solution because it's rooted in being a person. The sense of being a person is the root of everything else. The root of the whole system is self-centered. If you get to the center and question that, the system gets very agitated. Then it collapses. of tons of meaning spreads out as you sense the space of everything more than all the meanings. Yeah? Because the mind is full of millions of asteroids that are all nuggets of a planet Paul. <laughs> They're all coming home constantly. Thought? No, my thought. Feeling? My feelings. Anger? My anger. I'm an angry person. I'm a fearful person. No, you're fucking not. You're not a person. <laughs> Fear's been moving through and doing its thing, because a lot of things are seeking expression. They're not to be seen. You can't see fear, can you? It doesn't have a form. It doesn't have a... It's not six foot three and something like that. It's not a form. Yet, it seeks expression through this form. And how it gets incredible carte blanche access through this form... Is this form taken to be me? Yeah. Because whatever moves through this now, I claim to be me that's doing it. How can you get out of fear if it's yours? There's no way. How are you going to be able to walk away from a child if it's not if it's yours? How are you going to be able to travel land with a thought if it's not if it's your thought? Forget about it. It's just like when you're at a park and you're looking at kids. All your attention is going to one kid, the one that's yours. Yes this is what happens. So, a thought is a thought, and so it's my thought. Then that thought has a relationship engaged in it. And that's why you can't escape from the effects of your thoughts, because it's the your of it. It's the my of it. And the mind represents the real bonding agent, which isn't the thought, it's the feeling of being a self. It's the thinker. The feeling of being a thinker is the bonding agent, not the thought. It adheres to the the thoughts are driving us crazy but it's the self the feeling of being a self that is the adhesion to the thought it's the mind that is the the problem not the thought itself thoughts are just thoughts but the mind is totally a different ballgame. yeah you and I represent the gravitational pull that produces the seeming appearance of bondage it's not what's having the trouble it's the one who's having the trouble the one is it yes If you entertain that, you'll see that it's true, because things that used to bond you will start moving out, are big time, moving out. Yeah, their ability to drive you crazy will diminish. What happened to them? Did the thoughts change? Thoughts are just thoughts. Yeah. Did the thoughts change? Something that had incredible bonding power doesn't have it anymore. What happened to the thoughts? Is it guy only got 40 years of bonding? And so you've been listening to it for, in the 41st year? Oh, man, I'm doing a lot better now. The bonding agent is getting weaker. No, it's you. It's the sense of you that's the bonding agent. It's the same thing with feelings and opinions and ideas. It's not the opinion and the idea. That's just what's being produced in this apparatus. It's the identification as being the one who's having the feeling, the one who's having the idea. Yeah? That original thought, that original idea, that original assumption is what bonding to everything else. If I'm not that, you may see that the space that, that holds the thoughts will be emphasized more than the thoughts, because you'll be in a sense calling space my space, or I am that, not what's appearing <coughs> in it. Symbol. In case so sure. sure that's your face I know. <laughs> no, it can't get any worse. Well, I shouldn't that's say that. I <laughs> might help, actually. <laughs> that's right. You know, you know you stuff my face with it. Yeah, okay. you pull a lot of Stronger in the internet, is your sister. Mm-hmm. you pull a lot of good stuff out of <coughs> it. That's right. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. so. know. Well, any questions today? You get the gist of it, yeah? It's more directional in way. So the right view is really no view at all, in a sense. You're trying to get back. See, if you're feeling like... See, most people, I would say, well, let's say, in this mind, a form of looking was called seeing, yeah? The way I thought I was seeing, which I thought was natural and just the way I was, is a form of looking called self-centeredness. In other words, it's a pair of glasses that I never entertained, I could take off because I didn't see them as glasses. I saw them as my eyes. I saw this is the way I am, this is the way I see, this is the way I think. Yeah. Without, with that possibility of being removed, what can I do? I've got to try to get some relief from them. Because what they're producing, that point of view, is, seems to be unbearable on a lot of levels. What is, what becomes the driving imperative to get relief? But what I end up getting relief is I try to get relief for self, not from it. And it's a form of slavery, isn't it? I would say the seeking for relief is a form of slavery, whatever form it takes—spirituality, drug addiction, sex, porno, eating—in a sense, it's the seeking. And what that, what's that based on? Is the sense of being the seeker. the seeking is just an activity here. But if it's you doing it, it has a huge meaning. If you pop out the you, seeking happens here. And seeking doesn't have to happen. And I'll tell you, once that initial disease is addressed, it's amazing how much seeking seems to stop. And in that way, you know the tree by the fruit. You get paid. This is working. Because, you know, when I came to life, I was so... uh, my idea of solutions were just so beaten up by experiences, they're not even worthy of the name of the solution. They never really lasted long. Yeah? And the problem looked like it was very, very strong most of the time. <laughs> I mean it looked like a losing battle in a sense. I'd have to take a month to do something and then when I left the retreat a day later it would be up on going crazy again and now I was a spiritual person and just adapted to that set of you know information it just never seemed to be able to stop kicking into that that system of subject object. You know. But when I heard this message and entertained it it brought a new possibility I'm not that, not I am that and I've got to improve it or make liberate it or make it a whole lot better but I'm not that. And I'm not when I was realized I'm not that a lot of that, drive to improve and to make better was dismissed like very quickly. Because what is already complete, how much more completion does it need? I would say it's more here seeking expression than completion or achieving or <coughs> fulfillment. It's not looking for fulfillment at all. It's already quite fulfilled. It's already complete, yeah? It's being, it's already old. It's not being to become, it's just being, yeah. It's complete. That produces a sense of rest. If 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 rest if when you land there, it doesn't produce more agitation, it produces rest. Yeah. When, when selfing arises, it's always built on agitation. That's why it says in recovery, self-seeking and frightened. It's not self-seeking, period, frightened, self-seeking and frightened. Because you're constantly frightened, you're not going to get what you're seeking. You're not going to get the results you were hoping for. You're not going to get the achievement you thought or the, the, basically the results. And you know what? It proves itself to be true. You don't. Yet, you can't seem to get out of the system of seeking because what's really the dilemma is the seeker. The feeling there's a you there. Yeah. If that's not you, <laughs> see what happens. Just check out what happens to the system, even if you've been entertaining it for a while. Hasn't it changed the whole system? Hasn't a lot of things that seem to be so you Been seen not to be you quite clearly. It's going under a huge revision because you got to the roots, you got to the center, you're fucking with the center. You're questioning it. It's very, very cool. And then it just reverberates, the system starts weakening. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all that filled up meaning to everything moves out, and you sense the space of life, which is fucking cool to me. You don't need to apply thought to it. You don't need to uh, do anything. It's just it's like a, it's like a pulsing awareness or presence that's sensed. So yeah. <coughs> no good.